millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, embarrassment for the Fiji Sevens team. Oceania football champs Auckland City depart for another run on the world stage and an exciting opportunity for one of Fiji Netball's best. But first, the World 7 Series is back this weekend with the season opening tournament in Dubai. The Fiji men are the reigning world champs after beating South Africa and New Zealand to last year's title, but their preparations suffered a hiccup last week when a player had to be withdrawn from the national squad over eligibility concerns. Amori Wangavulangi was removed after it was revealed he'd already played for Sri Lanka at both 7s and 15s level. The Fiji Rugby CEO, Rindrondro Tambo Levu, says they are now awaiting a ruling from World Rugby. Certainly it was a hiccup. I think we were looking to Amori to be one of our key team members. We are now waiting clarification from World Rugby. If anything, my standpoint, it perhaps uh, heightens or presents again the need for a global database on player movements. For Fiji, we've been working on a database that it's near completion now, but that is effectively just for the for our players here. We check them when they leave our shores, but what they do when they are out of our country is something that we have no control over at the moment. At this point, Amori has been stood down from our extended squad, awaiting the uh, clarifications from World Rugby. Is it embarrassing from Fiji Rugby's point of view that you didn't know he played for Sri Lanka or that sort of thing, or is this something that you think maybe he should have let you guys know ahead of time? The effort that we're working on at the moment about credibility. There's something we're trying to instill in our uh, players that you should be upfront about things. Is eh? it has not been out or, or been a resident of Sri Lanka for three years? That that we know. So in some ways, we did not see the need to do those checks. Did he live in Sri Lanka or was he just playing over there? Because I, I know obviously a lot of Fijian players do get recruited there and, and, and do play there because there is you know some money and tournaments on offer. As far as we know, he was. If I could use the word seasonal contract. Uh, But he is obviously Fijian born and he is Fijian for all intents and purposes, is that right? Very much so, yes. Is it clear how he became eligible to represent Sri Lanka? That's part of the clarification that we are waiting on at the moment. And do you know if he played an international match or what sort of tournaments? Our uh, information, uh, and, and this is information off the internet, uh, we cannot attest to authenticity, but our information is that uh, he played for the 15s team and also for the 7s the fact that you don't seem to have completely verifiable information on that stuff, is he not able to tell you that sort of information? He's finally told us. Uh, I suppose in some ways it could be said that he's really remorseful about what's happened and the fact that he will now not be able to uh, play for his country. He's alluded to some uh, circumstances. We are choosing to leave that with uh, rugby. So we've sort of supplied all those information that he's shared with us to rugby. We're waiting there for the clarification for rugby. The Samoa Sevens team are facing different challenges after last season's disastrous campaign, where the Manu finished a lowly 10th. 
Englishman Damien McGrath has replaced Fuimo Ono Titimaya Tafua as head coach and introduced a number of new faces to the team. Samoa Rugby Chief Executive Faleomavainga Vincent Fapuliai says the duo complement each other well and even though the team recently lost to Tonga in the Oceania Sevens, they are on track for further improvement. We made some drastic changes in terms of uh, our coaching and uh, around our management teams in terms of uh, where we want to head. Having Damien on board has been, uh, you know, a, a huge step forward for us in terms of getting a fresh look and perspective from an outside coach in our sevens program. We've got Brian Limar to understudy him at the moment and uh, with his experience as well with the local boys, they are trying to complement each other and uh, work our way back up there. I think so far the uh, games in Auckland, you know, the results hasn't to what we all expected as fans, but we're hoping that uh, what they've done so far in the last 10 or so weeks will reveal itself over the series coming up in Dubai. So uh, they've got a lot of work to do and we're hoping that we've got some new players on board and we're looking forward to the uh, upcoming series. Last year, the Manu Sevens finished 10th and traditionally, obviously, Samoa have been right up there contending for the title. Um, Is there sort of a minimum that you think would be acceptable this upcoming season in in terms of overall placing? We're definitely not expecting miracles. We definitely want from our team this year is to try and pull our rankings. I think uh, top four or five this year, but that would be decided in terms of uh, how they go back this year. Uh, it's going to be a long way back for us, and I think uh, we've given 100% support from the union's point of view in terms of operations. We're hoping that uh, they can do the job for us. Let's see Samoa Rugby Chief Executive Officer, Fariyama Vainga, Vincent Fapuliai. Oceania football champions Auckland City have departed for another tilt at the FIFA Club World Cup in Japan. The New Zealand club beat the African and CONCACAF champions en route to a shock third-place finish at last year's event, earning them $2.5 million US dollars in prize money. But head coach Ramon Trebuliac told Matt Chatterton it'll be tough to repeat last year's fairy tale run. Obviously people are wondering what's going to happen this time around, you know, but I think we, we have to get our feet on the ground. At the end of the day, we are very small compared to any other clubs in that competition, you know, so we need to be realistic and understand that although last year we went on all the way through to the last day, uh, you know, we, we have put a lot of effort into it, but it's still very difficult, uh, so we'll take it game by game like we, we have in the past. Have you got any particular expectations yourself for what you want out of your team this, this year round? Yeah, I think uh, expectation in terms of uh, how we play the game, you know, hopefully we improve our, our position standards. I think we we can do better. You know, uh, we've got a different you know sort of different squad this time around. We've got quite a few new changes uh, and players. So yeah, we've been working a lot in our structure, especially with the ball, and hopefully hopefully we can have a little bit more of the ball. You know, but at the end of the day, it's a one-off game, and it's it's going to be in front of a lot of people. You know, so you don't know how some of the new players are going to react to that. But hopefully, we can see better football with the ball again. You did mention there you've got a few new faces compared to last year. I keep referring, obviously, to last year a lot. Um, you have a few younger faces as well. You're expecting big minutes out of them, I guess, over there in Japan? Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, we're you know, still undecided what we're going to do, obviously. It's still a few days away. Uh, we've got a friendly game in there where we can test uh, a few things and see how people react against the uh, Japanese style of football. Uh, but, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Tiatapai Hudson's been playing uh, most of the games. So... 
is, is a potential starter for us in that uh, in, in that game on the tenth. You know? So look, the good thing is that we've got a lot of alternatives, and when we understand the team that we're playing against, and unfortunately we still don't know. So when we know that, uh, we'll make uh, a call, you know, on how we're going to face that. You've obviously gone up against the Japan style of play, which is a little bit different to what we may expect to see here in New Zealand. How do you, I suppose, uh, plan to counteract that Japanese style? With the ball. I mean, that's the way we counteract any any teams, you know, whether they're from the islands or New Zealand or international teams, you know. Uh, I believe that having the ball uh, changes the way the games are, you know, the, the, the way the games are or the dynamics of the games. Uh, so we manage to have a good amount of position and to do it the way we normally do it here in New Zealand with the same structures, I'm pretty sure that we will be able to create uh, some chances, you know. Uh, so yeah, that, that's 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 going to be one of the most important things to make sure that we've got a good amount of position in in good areas and we can create something out of that. I just noticed Ivan walked past. Now Ivan uh, won't be playing this time round because he's injured. How much of a loss is that to you, having someone who was so influential last year not being able to pa- uh, participate this year? Yeah, obviously it's a loss. I mean, that, that, we're going to miss that experience on the field. Uh, so there'll be other players in there that will have to take some leadership in that respect. And, and in some respects, we have some uh, some players that can do that because they. They've got that experience, like players like Mario Billand, you know, he's a 30-year-old, 30 you know, with plenty of experience in Europe. Uh, the Spanish guy, Mikel Alvaro, 32-year-old as well, plenty of experience in pro leagues. So we hope that we, will, we have the person on there to take over from that uh, that loss that, unfortunately, it is what it is. At the end of the day, it's life, you know, sometimes. I mean, Ivan is already 39 and we can't expect him to, to be leading the, uh, the team on the field uh, forever. Uh, and it's happened this time around and hopefully we, we hope to benefit from, uh, from him in a different way this time, you know, off the field and with his mentoring with the new guys and, and also, you know, with his ideas, you know, bringing some experience into the way we prepare things. Meanwhile, one of Auckland City's group rivals in next year's OFC Champions League, Lay City Dwellers, are looking forward to taking on the Oceania Elite in next year's Champions League competition. The Papua New Guinea club was only formed two seasons ago following the demise of Lay FC, but has already won a maiden national title. Head coach Peter Gunemba says Oceania competition presents another challenge. It's very, very exciting, uh, especially the soccer followers in the country. I think that when you look at Papua New Guinea, many people think that uh, rugby is the biggest game in the country, but actually rugby is only played in some parts of the country. But soccer is played throughout Papua New Guinea. And soccer was the first sport was brought to Papua New Guinea by the missionaries, Lutheran missionaries. Morobe or Lay was the uh, first province in the country that uh, soccer was established some 130 years ago. But we were not effective till uh, last season that we had to wrestle this title from uh, Atari. And now we are very excited about competing in the Oleg. We know the standard in Oleg is very high. We are prepared to give our our best. Hikari have been so dominant domestically in Papua New Guinea for so long. Uh, obviously having had success at O-League level as well, winning the title, I think, five years ago. So to um, to join them at the top uh, regional table and uh, I, I guess to, to manage to get one over, there must be quite an achievement. Mostly our players are new. Uh, we had uh, two players from Hikari, which which were actually from our side, but they've been playing, loaned by Hikari to play for Hikari. But then I got them back last season to form this uh, new club, Lacey Dwellers. And they were the uh, people who were on the forefront and they led the team to win the National Soccer League title. Ramon Gunemba and uh, Daika Daviniela, they had experience from Italy who brought the, into the club with their this experience and they had assisted us to you know, come with the rest of the boys and local boys from uh, LA. 
we never really thought of, you know, being a champion. But as we went through, we, we realized, realized that as we can play better football. And then actually we became champion, yes. Are you confident that that largely locally based team can be competitive in the O-League against the best of Oceania? I think one of the local uh, newspapers in the country, they asked me, how do you feel about uh, challenging um, Mikel and uh, Auckland City? And I said, I'm not afraid of uh, facing those tough teams. I've ever seen them playing, but I, I know football in Oceania. I've watched uh, uh, in the Kalkowski games and uh, I've watched through uh, the television and sometimes in their, through the videos that they collect from their old games. And um, I said, uh, I said, I'm not afraid. We will give our very best, but I don't think we will lose badly because the, the players I have here, they are all talent, and you know, when something new is introduced to them, they really want to take it up. I'm confident we can give the, the uh, Auckland City and uh, America a good run for their money. Football is another game. You know, they, uh, Auckland City doesn't know how we play. Our football is football style is different, but. Through experience, the more experience in the uh, bigger, higher competition, and that's the only advantage we have. Uh, but how to roll the ball in the pass and kick and all this, you know, we do the same. So if we trust ourselves and, you know, maintain the composure, we can be competitive against uh, Mikel and uh, Oakland City. I think we can do better. We can, we can also cause surprises. That's the Lay City Dwellers football coach, Peter Gunimba. Fiji Nepal vice-captain Maria Lutua has signed with English Super League franchise Yorkshire Jets. The 26-year-old shooter has amassed 52 caps for the Pearls since making her international debut in 2009 and has played in two World Cups. Fiji's national coach Kate Carpenter says Lutua's move is just reward for a great year. Really exciting. Um, the opportunity um, to play in the UK Super League, um, the standard of competition um, is something that we can't offer here locally in Fiji. So the opportunities to play um, at this level, I think, week in, week out, is really exciting. And obviously the league has lifted again this year, going into the 2016 season. So there are some a, a number of internationals um, that featured at World Cup that will be playing in that competition. Do you know how this um, offer came about for her? Connections, you know, with previous coaches. But also, that's the fantastic thing about the World Cup is that um, it's a global event and uh, there are always people interested in performances of athletes and, and, and now there's a growth of, these, of the Super Leagues and the standard throughout the country. So performance-based contacts, uh, MJ has way back early 2000 um, was over um, and connected with the Celtic Dragons. So this time with uh, Yorkshire Jets, um, nice opportunity to be in a different environment under different coaching amongst different athletes. Uh, and uh, in, in terms of other members of your Pearls team, I, I know you often have people that go over to Singapore in that league, and that's obviously not of the same standard, but that is an opportunity to get some games and, and get some earnings. Um, are, there, are there many players scattered about or any other opportunities that have come about? We would categorise them as uh, Tier 1 and Tier 2 opportunities and, and the Singapore Super League um, is, is a Tier 2 opportunities. We have three athletes that will be competing in that. That's in 2016. Um, and so, again, uh, just a short, it's just a uh, five- or six-week program for the double-header matches in the weekends. And it, it gives opportunities for players perhaps who have not been overseas and competed as regularly an opportunity to, again, to see, uh, you know, have a different experience 
and then contribute back to the, the PIRS program. Um, for example, uh, the uh, league was that league was run in, in January of this year, and Alisi Nangiri uh, travelled um, and then actually made the team. Uh, the Pearls team for the World Cup team having just been in the squad and it was their first opportunity to travel overseas. So that whole learning experience is really useful in progressing our players and, you know, and having a whole a number of opportunities other than, than our national our national side and our national competitions. Okay, Caden, obviously it's been, uh, the dust has well and truly settled uh, from the World uh, Cup in Sydney. Um, uh, Maria obviously will be heading over to Yorkshire. Um, it was a busy year with the New Zealand touring and then obviously all the preparation in the World Cup. Uh, how are you sort of feeling a few months on and then what's the outlook for 2016? So we had, you know, some highs and lows and, and that's high-performance sport. And, and so now we're really aware that um, we're into year one of another four-year cycle. Well, it's been some downtime for most of the squad, apart from the girls who will be travelling overseas. We've got a, a development programme underway for preparing, I guess, 19s or 21s, that, that age group um, for the 21s, which is to come, and, and also succession planning um, for the Pearls. That's the Fiji Netball head coach, Kate Carpenter, and that is the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.